Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So today, today I'm talking to a lady. If you want to explain who you are and, and what you do. Hello, um, my name's Gemma Wilson and I own Stepping Stones Preschool at um, Bars on Elam. Okay, Gemma, how long have you had Stepping Stones for? Um, I took over Stepping Stones three years ago now. I'm in my third year of trading. Um, okay. Still, it's good. <laughs> so prior to that, what, what were you doing? I worked for the lady that owned it previous. Um, so I used to work at a nursery. Um, yeah. decided to start a family um, was lucky enough that I didn't have to do a 40 hour week yeah. um, so left when I had my first child Eden who's um, seven now um, and started working for Sarah about 15 weeks after having Eden just uh, just three hours here and there just to cover shifts and then it just it built up that way um, had a second child and then three years ago, Sarah decided that she'd like to be a teacher, yeah. uh, move to the UK where her family was and do a teaching qualification. And I'd always said to her, um, you know, if you if you do settle, because she would talk about, um, you know, wanting to be a teacher, uh, if she would give me first refusal. Um, and she did. And here I am now. OK, so what, what was your career before that leading up to uh, working in childcare? That was it. I was 16, left college, worked at the nursery for nine years um, and then left to have a baby. Right. So you, you, you had plenty of experience before you started up yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I was a floater, not a very uh, nice term, but that's what I was <laughs> <laughs> um, at the which was great for me because I got to work across the whole age range of the pre of the nursery which was from three months to um to the to rising five to school age I did however actually start off in the baby room and then I and then I changed my job role within the nursery and then before I left I think I was permanent in the baby room again so your, your nursery now what sort of ages of children are you looking after was preschool now nursery is slightly different because um they can take children from much younger but a preschool you can take them from two okay. um to rise in fives they don't have to be um they don't have to be out of nappies um we'll take anybody that would like a like a place and try and accommodate each individual's needs so you're, you're taking kids from two to five yeah yeah they that's right well? yeah do the do they do the ages mix well together? Yeah, I think so. You've got a lot of older ones that like to comfort the younger ones, which is you know good for sympathy and empathy. Um, and the younger ones look up to the older ones. Uh, with the funding now, you kind of get more older ones than you do the younger children, um, which seems to balance itself out quite nicely um, and creates like a nice flow in the room with the different ages. Okay, do you want to expand on what the funding is? Uh, so the funding is everybody is entitled to 15 free hours a week okay. childcare. Um, 
over the course of so that's town time only so you you know you, that's not all year round you don't get it through the summer or you know um half terms end of term holidays yeah um but as long as your household isn't earning above and i think it's 120,000 per year <laughs> you, you you qualify i know wouldn't that be nice <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you, you quite you you qualify for the three hours so i mean it's nice they've got a cap on it because you'd have thought you know at that uh you know at, at that kind of uh income in my eyes you'd be doing all right but everybody's got their own struggles i suppose yeah i mean it shows you how up and down businesses in guernsey my little business there would have been one year that i wouldn't have been able to qualify for that <laughs> that's a great year it was it was I, I went up to about 18 stone but <laughs> yeah um Take away. Oh, yes no good game <laughs> <laughs> pretty much so where where does the um the uh 15 hours funding come from uh the states of guernsey the education fund um that's that's pretty much where it comes from yeah and do you think it's beneficial for the taxpayer to have those 15 hours free for everyone? Yeah, uh, I do. I'm not I'm not brilliant with the ways of the world when it comes to tax and politics and and where things come from and where they need to go. But I do feel like the 15 free funded hours are essential for our Guernsey community. Um, because you know there's some families out, out out there that that really are in need and i'm really grateful um families with vulnerable children you know it just um it it's a nice constant for everybody and it really prepares them well for school ideally in a, in the model world where the money was free-flowing mm -hmm. i think it would be brilliant to have the the two years before school um with the with the funding but obviously money's not money is limited um i feel like we'd get a better sense of um who the children are as individuals you can learn a lot in a year but you i feel like you can you can bond a lot more over two yeah. um and and almost learn with them so with, with the um the 15 hours free you you suggest um it, it could be longer do you see children that are coming in purely to uh, just to make use of the 15 hours and then that's it? As soon as the funding's gone, they stop coming in? Well, yes, but there's some, the, the way you say it makes it sound like um, like they're just doing it because it's free, but some some parents are just doing it because it's free because they wouldn't be able to do it otherwise. If yeah okay idea. what my my meaning behind it is there, there's people that can't afford more than that basically. oh absolutely and there's there's some families that do just 15 hours there's some families that will do nine till 2 30 which is kind of like a whole day but they just pay the extra kind of hour and a half a week um but then some will do the full week there's a real difference i suppose it depends on you know what kind of family you've got around, what kind of income, you, you know, there's, I'm sure there's more factors than I'm aware of, of why people choose the hours that they do. Yeah, see, we've got a um, three-year-old, he's about to turn four in February, to, to disclose mine and your relationship, you you own the play school my little boy goes to. A lot of my work is done from home, it's, it's basically over the phone or emails, and Nikki, my partner, 
she she's employed by me so she's at home a lot of the time as well so we're both home our little boy's at home with us and we were taking him out to places and he'd be really shy he'd be fine with um adults and he he, he talked really well he just wouldn't mix with other children he'd, he'd find it really difficult so we could obviously see that he was lacking in um like social skills basically and how to play with other children because we we didn't really have the need to send him to a play school because we were home most of the time anyway and we, we could take him out with us but yeah. because he was lacking that we we started him up with yourself just about i don't know 18 months ago and yeah. uh, i mean it, i was dreading it like missing him and things like that and and him breaking down but it wasn't too bad and he, he loved it and he, he's now got his little friends and he, he loves going there he loves the teachers or I don't know what, what do you call yourselves what's your uh, term probably for parents I go with preschool teacher I'm a early years practitioner there we used to be called nursery nurses which I thought was way more fun but um, they don't call us up anymore and we're not a nurse so <laughs> I suppose it's good for the little ones to call you teachers so when they go to school it's not something completely different but yeah it, it's a bit it, it does make me laugh. Like they'll they'll call you Miss Gemma and Miss Kristen and Miss Cheryl and Miss Sue, Miss yeah. Laura. <laughs> They've all yeah. got their little favourites as well. But yeah. Oh, Sue Sue. Everybody yeah. loves Sue Sue. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're, we're all also different. It, it's good to see the social interaction between them as well. Like the, the playing and that. Um, when you go to pick them up, they all come running around you. They're like they're like ducks at the park. Like they come running around you. Yeah. But, so you the premises you've got. Did you inherit that with the business? No. When I took over, it was a really difficult time. Um, the KG five, as everybody's probably aware, is has been kind of developing and developing and developing, and you know, changing for the better. I mean, the building's amazing. I do um, the health commissioner in there, and I'm I'm in and out of there quite regularly. I get to see it. I get to see what's going on down there, and it's lovely what they've done. But unfortunately, there was no room for a preschool. You know, a certain stage had hit, and unfortunately, that came at the time of takeover. Yeah. So when I bought, it was really tricky trying to trying to take over a business that then didn't have a property to run from. So it was a manic search trying to find somewhere I really wanted to stay within the area um, in in the kind of capital catchment only because I feel like Cattell is quite a central-ish parish you know if you're going I, I was hoping at that point that people would be driving past us to go to work or they live in the area or you, you know and he just felt that it was a, a good area for a preschool yeah. um, and there wasn't too too many around because there are quite a lot of childcare providers but yeah, it, it was it was a real struggle at the start trying to find somewhere that was suitable. That was aware that you know a preschool is it is demanding, can be demanding on a building, you know, with little fingers everywhere and <laughs> wear and wear and tear can you know take its toll. I, you know, some of that was going to be understanding of what we're trying to provide. Yeah, and and luckily we found Barzan Church at Pastor Matt. Sorry, he was great, and it's a lovely place. They adapted the outside area so that we can free flow outside. Um, whereas at the KG Five, we had a small outside area so we could open the door and the children could play outside. But obviously, it was, it was quite tiny. But now it's quite big, yeah. which is lovely. Open the door, the children can choose whether they want to be inside or outside on days that are really n not very nice. You know, heavy rain, hail, that kind of super winds because it gets bad because we're quite near the coast we've got our next door neighbors are also brilliant they own a field so we do the daily mile like the schools do yeah that's good um, they actually get a little bit of out and aboutness with you yeah bit of fresh air bit of exercise they call it the daily mile for the schools because it started in schools and it was children sat down at desks you know and they wanted 
those children to be getting up and about um not just sat at desk all day getting some fresh air but obviously with preschool it's slightly different you don't have to do a mile because those children never stop all day so it really is just about getting outside with them yeah because another thing I, I see you do with the kids is you have different themes like um well for instance I don't, i'm not sure whose idea it was i, I thought it was miss Kristen's, but with the boxes the cardboard boxes and you actually appeared in the media for that didn't you <laughs> yeah. Kristen is so into i mean we all are i don't you know we all love children and we are yeah. all into jobs that's what makes my team you know that's one of the aspects of why i think we're we're such a great diverse team but Kristen is on another level she is so creative she's in the world of childcare. you know when she's at home she's reading about what other settings are doing around the world you know uh, what's what's coming out in the in the news and yeah. and she saw the article we, we were saying right well you know we needed some more numbers basically honestly we needed to build up our numbers Kristen said to me a while ago we need a niche you know, we need something that sets us apart from everybody else. And I was that. like, okay, <laughs> you find me one of those. This was slightly before the last lockdown. I'd heard it was a low birth rate as well. The two years previous in nursery, preschools could struggle with numbers, things like that, or things I don't really think about, but factors that are very important to us. And and that's when she said about the niche. And so she's, she remembered an article that she had heard about a long time ago or read, which said that the setting took away the every toy every single toy for three months Um, now we did it for a week (laughs) and we kept out some constructions uh, like only wooden though i like some construction style toys just to i don't know it seemed like a really big leap to take away everything so we kind of went into it a bit gentle we hung canopies from the ceiling we kept some tables and chairs out so that they could and some blankets so that they could make their own dens and just loads and loads of boxes from DHS <laughs> bless him I think the man down there thought I was mad he's like got any more boxes yeah. <laughs> why are you back again but yeah and, and they loved it and uh, one of Kristen's well the media contacted us it turned out it was somebody that knew Kristen she asked to come in and, and and the radio also contacted us and it was both BBC but they contacted us individually right, okay. um, they they weren't kind of talking to one another saying, oh, I'm going to go, you know, so that was quite flattering that two different style of medias that didn't know the other one was in contact was was trying to contact us. So that that was really nice. So, yeah, Kristen spent, I don't know, it was probably an hour on BBC Radio one day as well, as well as having the little bit in BBC News. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, it's their job and you sort of expect them to be good with kids. But some of the interaction I, I see between I'm only there for a short while that when I drop him off and pick him up. But uh, you do get some challenging kids there. I think my little boy is probably one of them. He, he's quite hyper. And I've seen <laughs> I've actually seen Miss Cheryl. She's, she's like the enforcer. She But she knows how to control them. Like it, It's good. And they, they like her as well. The, yeah. I, I know I, Otis will go go straight for her sometimes sometimes it'll be miss laurie once uh sometimes he'll, he's got a little toy in his pocket that he's desperate to show miss Gemma. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny how they are with the different personalities there have you got any plans to expand at all i mean you never stop thinking you never stop dreaming obviously it's not my building there are limitations however yeah. i do really feel 
like we excel in our layout of the room our topics you know trying to switch up all the time and keep it a bit interesting but with having those constant they say you know you should kind of adapt different areas of your room so obviously not the boxes that was very extreme but that doesn't happen every week but instead of taking away the kitchen you should change it into something else because there are some children that will walk into the setting and if it was completely different it would just be too much but overwhelming yeah so uh, just to change different areas in the room and i gotta say it's more from a practitioner's side less about control more about manipulating the situation to, to do it, like almost turn it around so a lot of distraction in in preschool <laughs> you know look at this over here <laughs> uh, oh you'd really like this let's go and get that <laughs> yeah yeah so you're at capacity at the moment no we're not at capacity um how, how many more kids could you take i could take at least six a day more six more yeah um yeah. but we've had when we first started um, when I took over from Sarah, I was really fortunate the books were full because people did say, why, why didn't you just start it up from scratch? Why did you buy an established business? What, you know, what's stopping you from, from starting up your own yeah. independently? You know, if you're moving, if you're moving buildings, but I honestly feel like that was the best decision even now after was to buy, buy the preschool um with the full books because that meant i the full books i i could pay the business back um okay. we had a great arrangement sarah brilliant she's she's just awesome she so i gave her a lump sum and then also don't mind sharing this she i hope she doesn't mind <laughs> she, she was in uni she was living with her parents and she was in uni so a really good solution for the both of us was for me to pay her back in monthly installments. So it meant she had pocket money, uh, monthly pocket money while she was at school. Um, and and I could, I didn't have to borrow so much. And uh, uh, we were we were both happy, really happy with that arrangement. It worked really well for both of us. I've got no idea how old you are. Do you mind me asking how old you are? No, I think I'm 32. <laughs> you be, think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always <laughs> say think because if Ethan's around, she's like, no, baby, you're not. But I'm definitely going to be 33 okay yeah. so were you 29 when you were in your 20s when you bought the business yeah late 20s probably yeah near, yeah, yeah turning 30 so yeah. were you a were you a homeowner then as well when you bought the business yeah I was but I'm sure I'm not the only one I wouldn't have been a homeowner if it wasn't for my parents right, you know okay. um, if my mum wasn't in such a secure position in her life and done so yeah. well her career, I wouldn't have been in that position. I, you know, there's, especially with ch childcare, you're you're not in it for the money. Even the owners, you know, of preschoolers, I, I'm I'm not sure if it's a bit different for nurseries because I think the income's probably a lot higher. However, the stress that goes with that, in my eyes, is just not 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 worth it. Yeah. Uh, so it's a bit of give and take, but yeah, you don't you don't go into childcare for for the money. You definitely do it for the love. And if you're doing it for the money, you need to change careers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So your your staff um, do they have to have regular training? We're doing CPDs all the time. Um, the so continual professional development courses they are provided to us mostly I mean you can seek them online and, and other places but the state's early years team 
are great at providing us with opportunities from speakers, updating our child protection, updating our first aid and food hygiene has to be updated regularly as well. Those are the three that need regular updating but then there'll be more Kristen again hilarious go to Kristen Kristen right I would like you to do I would like all my staff but I have to sit down with Kristen yeah like all my staff to do at least one CPD per term so it's three a year I don't yeah. think that's too bad usually there are like a couple of hours of an evening at the rundown Kristen I'd really like you to do a CPD she's like oh, but I feel <laughs> like I've done them all already she's saying and I'm like, well, you know, the other girls are doing it. You know, things do change. It, you know, you'll find, go through the CPD diary online because the early years put on a great CPD online diary um, and see if there's any that take your fancy. Because Kristen, remembering that Kristen's been in this business for longer than I have, you know, she's yeah. she's well aware of the childcare world around her. And, and she was, didn't she train in America? She's from Florida, isn't she? She is from Florida, but she didn't train in America. Right. I can't remember the name of the college she trained at, but it's pretty well known around the world. Okay. So if you were a member of the royal family or you were a professional sports person, you might seek somebody that's come from this college. I, for the life of me, can't remember what it is. Anyway, she was saying, yeah, Kristen, please, you need, you, you know, well, which one are you, which one are you going to pick? Well, Gemma, if I'm honest, I'd rather just do my own. I was like, fine. You want to do your own? You do your own. So I think, I don't think she, I'm not sure at the time she was completely expecting me to, but the one of the earliest team members phoned me. Um, I can't remember what it was about. And we were talking about CPDs. And I said, oh, Kristen would really like to do her own. And she was like, oh, well, you know, what, what would she do? And I was like, well, she'd probably be definitely creative, you know, something creative she did you know that's her that's her personality that's what she wants to do oh fine mm -hmm. all right yeah well, well we can see what we can do anyway a couple of conversations later she's booked into the cpd diary taking courses at laurent <laughs> <laughs> she's the one providing the course so, I mean, yeah she blows my mind but she is she is hilarious if you had the opportunity to uh give a directive towards the states to help your business what what would it be is it feasible to have the two years before school? Other owners might say different, but for me and for my business to be secure in the future. Okay, and, and sell to them the why, the benefit to the taxpayer. Yeah, well, I mean, it's beneficial for the children, I'd say, because when you start preschool at, at three, three and a half, you are probably quite a lot more aware of the way of the world knowledge and understanding of the world and it can be harder for children to settle in at that age because you know those heartstrings and children are so clever yeah you know <laughs> well, look, whereas when they're a bit younger it's 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 almost a little bit of fun you know yeah, they don't they don't see it's quite so serious like i said me me and nikki recognized that otis needed that social interaction with other kids because he was yeah. sort of going into his shell when he when he'd come across other kids his own age with with bigger kids like his cousin who's nine and, and adults he was fine but with children his own age he, he just didn't want to mix I suppose you've also got the chance and I'm, I'm not saying that uh, any of your kids parents are like this 
but there there is also the chance that um you've got kids that are vulnerable because of the homes they're in that the 15 hours would really be beneficial to get them out of that environment absolutely i mean i think everybody you know all the settings have got families that need not just want it but need it more than others whether it's busy homes financials sense of over, over being you know feeling overwhelmed as a parent that 15 hours can benefit someone's mental health as well, it, well as... it's investing in in our future isn't it it's investing in our future workforce yeah absolutely a lot more children are going into school at perhaps a slightly lower level than they were they're not seeing the skills from reception age children as they were kind of four years ago right um personally I think it's got a lot to do with technology. I'm, I'm so worried about it. My, you know, I can't let my girls have children have got their own tablets and things, which is fine because, you know, that's every parent's right to parent how you want to. Yeah. But when you're seeing it and hearing it from early years at the reasons yeah. why, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to encourage people into preschools you know it's it's for these it's for these reasons because children children need that whether it's socially whether it's speech and language whether it's their dexterity yeah. whether, whether it could be a, a whole array of things but that was the theme with the boxes the idea behind the boxes was the same you know you can take everything away from a child um everything and leave them with one thing and if you leave them there long enough and it, the hardest part for us was not interfering or giving them too much guidance with how they can play with things but really try and take a step back yeah and what them figure out what they're going to do by themselves yeah exactly um I see a lot of like outdoor preschools and i think yeah but what do they do you know there's no toys what are they doing but yeah. those children are happy and they can make fun out of nothing otis has got He's got lots yeah. of jigsaws and stuff. And, and Nicky went and bought him these um, wooden blocks. They, they're shaped like Christmas characters. You've got one like Santa, a Christmas tree, a snowman. You bought them in. You bought yeah. them in. I, I love that. Yeah. Well, last night, I, I went to make sure he was tucked up in bed. And he had them all lined up on his um, uh. on his little bedside table. Like, literally lined up in a neat little line next to his pillow. And he, yeah. he does play with them. Um and like that, that's playing with them over over all his little Hot Wheels cars and his Disney character cars and uh, yeah, so they they will play with stuff like that. But it's just yeah. a of, uh, keeping them away from those electronic devices and screens. That's it. I think every parent's got their their concern, their worry, their you know insecurities about you know whether they're doing things the right way. You know, I think as long there's got to be a balance. You know, if you're gonna, I, I've just done a speech and language course, and they were talking about um, TV, and they said, you know, don't rule it out. You can watch your octonauts, but the best thing to do if you're going to watch TV is to watch it together. Yeah. And then talk about talk about what you've just seen, and um, you know what you've learned, the new the the different languages in there. Um, Octonaut is probably a good one because you know there's different species all the time. I think yeah. Otis has come about squids to me or octopus. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's one of them too. <laughs> yeah. um, and spraying ink and you know you, you don't you don't always think about it, but 
it's things like the word spraying or even ink like when do we when do we learn those words but if you're sitting down and watching a program and then you're talking about it afterwards it can turn into a worthwhile half hour of telly yeah if you know what i mean I, regardless of what people think about the BBC, the CBBS is—I've noticed everything on it is actually educational. It's—it's it's all teaching them something. Whereas you could turn it over to another channel and it's just commercial tact, basically. If—if if you've got iPlayer or anything like that, it's—it's um, it's one of the best ones to put on, really, because you—you can just leave them with anything. We're—we're we're in lockdown at the moment again, and uh, this time you're not even allowed to look after. Um, and key worker children are you no no not for not for this week we had actually made the decision to close it anyway right it's it hard you know i want to be there for my families but also i have to make a business decision which is really tricky and last time we closed and if i had opened there was a strong chance that at the end of the month and a half two months I wouldn't have had the business would just wouldn't have lasted. I wouldn't have had much of a business to go back to. Um, you know, I I did the the co payroll with the with the staff so that the girls could all get paid because you know I I love my team. I'll do I'll do as much as I can for them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I, I made the same decision again this time. We're we're lower on numbers this year. We're not. We're not struggling. We're getting by, and actually, I'm appreciating the the slight drop. And I think I'll cap it lower next time. I usually cap it about 22. We can take 24. I usually cap it about 22, so that if any parents got any emergencies or anything, or they need to change, then there's there's space for our parents that are there already. Yeah, well, if, if, um, anyone's, if anyone's listening and they're listening up to this point, and they're a parent in Guernsey and they're looking for somewhere for their kid to go. I can really strongly recommend your your nursery because I'm I'm really picky on, on who looks after my nipper. No one has babysat him yet because I'm I'm just really overprotective. <laughs> Nikki moans at me about it, but yeah, I mean I I trust you a lot with his life. Basically, he's uh, he yeah. enjoys it. He learns things. He comes back and he's he's chatting about you all night. But yeah, I'd, uh, I'd really recommend you for for some really another nursery. It, no, it's, it's always always love a bit of good feedback, positive feedback. Yeah. Uh, it's always welcome. No, I really appreciate it. Uh, we do try hard. I took on a business, employed all my friends, and it's worked out really well. Yeah, sometimes yeah. that can't with friends, eh? <laughs> friends no, no. I had, yeah, yeah, I had heard that, but um, Laura, she's a beast. She keeps me on track. Um, Kristen's the endless knowledge of creativeness Cheryl's also very creative but a very steady member of team member of the team um yeah. and Sue the younger ones I don't, I'm not sure what it is they just flock to Sue they're just so yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't know she doesn't know either but Sue's got some really strong attachments with some of the children you know that well that the children have got strong attachments with her um yeah, which is kind of, you know, inwardly a bit annoying for me, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, must, it must be upsetting to have to uh, say goodbye to him if you've had him for two or three years as well. It's really hard. It's really hard. And especially, you know, 
when you've had the two years with them you get you get a bond like I've cried when children have left it's it's it is hard um and I was really lucky when I had my two um because it meant that I could stay in touch with quite a few of them but it's and it's not just it's not just the children it's the families as well you get a bond with the families preschool's great because parents can come in and they can have a chat and you know you can tell us how they've been and there's enough staff to children that you can take that time and you can listen to everybody in the morning which is necessary because children just aren't the same day to day and that yeah. they are none no two children are ever going to be the same as as the other and when you go to school it's just you know you kind of post them through the box and that's it you don't see them for the whole day and then they get posted back out at the end you're like oh are they okay and they're like yeah walking off oh, all right I'm glad you had a good day <laughs> yeah you know what you should do during lockdown is uh, a little live or, or a little video every day like a 15 minute video or whatever just going through something for the kids just so they remember your faces and they get to see you yeah yeah well we did um because me and Laura are qualified in sign along well like a foundation is a very basic course we were just doing the extension pack but obviously we, we did the first week and now the second two the next two weeks are, are, are cancelled we'll do those at another time but the children really love the sign along last lockdown I did a lot of sign along videos yeah. um this this time I really wanted to do because my favorite time is is register when you can sit down with them all and they're really interactive um yeah. I love that and we don't, you know, we try, try not to shout. And the room is so big and gets so loud. So instead of shouting, hey, it's time for the register, you know, we'll start singing in the book corner. Yeah. And as soon as we start singing our good morning song, all of the children will run to the book corner and, you know, they will immediately come and sit down and be quiet. So I kind of wanted to do our, our register time. Yeah. Uh, so if I started a video by me singing, I'd, I'd be really intrigued to see if um or like what the children's reactions would be if they heard so if a parent was had the video in a separate room but within earshot of the child yeah or if they started playing the video in a separate room the child would 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 instantly you know feel that oh, it's that time and, <laughs> and move from where the sound was coming from i'd be just so i'd, I'd really like to see that um, so I think I will. I just need to try and get into work at some point and get our um, our days of the week board. Um, but it does mean that people are going to have to listen to me sing, and I <laughs> apologize. The children think I'm great, by the way. Uh, you, and that <laughs> you, you should definitely do it because Otis, uh, when when he knew I was going to be chatting to you, he wanted to. He said, "I, I, I want to say hello. I want to say hello." So when I've pressed finish recording, I'm going to take this downstairs and, and let him just uh, say yeah. hello. Oh uh, yeah. But anyway, Gemma, um, I'm hoping people found that interesting. I, I found it interesting myself, just just yabbering away. But um, oh, yeah. hopefully uh, lockdown finishes sooner than, well, no one knows when it's going to end, but hopefully it finishes right. a lot sooner than the last one. Got to make the best of a bad situation. Well, that's what I'm trying to do at the minute, keep myself occupied and help other small businesses and just give ourselves ex- exposure. Remind our government that small businesses exist, not just the big corporations, and and that we we need a little bit of assistance as well and a little bit of uh, attention. Yeah. But anyway, Gemma, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ross. Nice one. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to Labour Force Chat and tune in next time. Cheers.